सो हियर इट इज एक्सप्लेन्ड यत मन्यूर अभाषता सो सम इम्पर्सनलिस्ट वेन दे हियर दिस स्टेटमेंट दे गेट बिविल्डर्ड यत मन्यूर मन्यू मीन्स एंगर सो लॉर्ड ऑल्सो इज एंग्री सैंगर ओपन द डोर वे टू हेल इट इज मैंशन लस्ट एंगर ग्रीड आर थ्री डोर वेज टू हेल लस्ट एंगर एंड ग्रीड एंड लॉर्ड इज सो एंग्री नो बडी इज एबल टू पैसीफाई लॉर्ड सो दैट इज वाई देटेल Lord Rama, Lord Krishna, when they came here, they also were getting angry. They also were crying. So thus, they cannot be considered God. So this very nicely has been explained by the Acharyas. The activities of the material world they appear exactly like the activities of spiritual world, but there is gulf of difference in the consciousness. The example is a person who is sick, just like somebody was telling the other day. So one of the devotees he is not keeping well. So when devotees were taking prasadam for him, he was becoming very angry. That I think he is not the cook is not doing his chanting properly, or <laughs> he is cooking in very angry mood. He is the food is tasteless. Prabhu, please send me something for from ashram. There is no taste in this. So why is not getting taste? Other devotees are getting taste because he is sick. So even the food is very tasty, but he is not getting any taste. So thus it so happened. Another devotee was there, and he was criticizing the cook that you do not know how to cook. How come you are forgetting these days? You are not putting salt at all in the food. So actually the devotee got COVID, so he lost his taste. So he is criticizing the cook. That you are not putting salt. <laughs> so thus, for a sick man, eating is very painful. Food doesn't go inside at all. Whereas when a person is fit, eating is very pleasurable activity. One likes to eat. So thus, anger is full of ecstasy. Transcendental greed is also full of ecstasy. transcendental lust is also full of spiritual ecstasy so if a person is able to feel transcendental lust material lust becomes zero in such a person so thus they are completely different phenomena material lust spiritual lust material so actually it should not be called lust because lust means satisfaction of one's own senses when sometimes lust is being explained here that means attraction between male and female forms it exists in spiritual world also otherwise nothing can exist in the material world so impersonalists cannot explain this they tell the origin of everything is simply some energy so if the origin is simply some energy then how come so many forms have come if the origin is formless there is no conception of form in the origin then how so many varieties and forms will appear what is the answer why formless has taken forms beautiful forms so many nice flowers we see birds we see animals we see beautiful forms designs have been created so if origin is just impersonal light why light has got transformed this energy has got transformed into so many forms there is no logic at all 
so the forms the qualities they exist here because they exist on the spiritual platform also so thus people become angry here the anger is there in the lord also but if we become angry then we open our doorway to hell anger on material platform is very very bad one should avoid by all means prabhupad mentions little anger if it comes in the body entire body gets contaminated so anger is very dangerous for advancing spiritualist so unless somebody is on the path of bhakti yoga one will fall down if one shows anger so the same personalists gyanis they cannot become angry at all otherwise they will fall down they lose their spiritual position but a devotee only has right to become angry <laughs> but it does not mean that devotee becomes angry left and right for no reason <laughs> the devotee also should be very very cautious because we are not pure devotees so only if anger is required in the service of krishna it should be used so one should be very very cautious so anger is there in the supreme lord also and thus this anger is very nice it is enhancing the feelings between lord and his devotees if somebody is harming the devotee lord exhibits he becomes very very angry and thus he protects his devotees the queens in the spiritual world when they see krishna is showing favor to another queen they become angry and this enhances the relationship the loving mellow in this way transcendental anger increases one's pleasure so lord here it is being mentioned that so very nicely it is mentioned first it is mentioned etavad varnita guno bhaktiya bhaktena nirguna in this way varnita guno varnita guno means prahlad maharaj described the qualities of supreme lord varnita guno described guna means qualities and then further it is mentioned nirguna so how do we understand prahlad maharaj is describing the guna of nirguna he is describing the quality of the one who has no quality so if somebody does not have any quality how qualities can be described so that is why we have some shlokas like this shloka it is giving attributes to god that prahlad maharaj is glorifying the attributes at the same time it is mentioned to the one who has no attribute so god is described as being saguna and nirguna in the same verse but some verses can just tell god is nirguna other verses can just tell god is saguna and some verses tell god is both varnita guna his qualities are being described at the same time he is nirguna he is having no quality so what does it mean that god has got no quality so all the qualities that we see here are because of basically combination of three material qualities qualitative modes of nature sattva guna rajaguna and tamaguna so all these three modes they combine together so if a person is having great proportion of tamas then lust arises in the heart so if somebody is very lusty it means the person is in the mode of ignorance lust is very strong so what is the meaning of lust tendency to do sense gratification enjoy the senses that is called lust the more we want to enjoy the senses the more lust is there in the heart and if a person is very greedy that means rajaguna is predominant what is the meaning of greed greed is that thing which everyone tells we should not have but everyone has <laughs> no moral science there was a subject in the school 
so students work very hard for all the subjects and for this subject marks will not be added <laughs> useless okay <laughs> somebody else some foolish person in the planning commission or committee education board they have recommended so we have added but these marks you can score but we will not add into your final card <laughs> that is called moral science <laughs> so as a matter of formality is going on and in moral science they teach that one should not be greedy but everyone is greedy what is the meaning of greed accumulating the resources of enjoyment lust means enjoy the senses and greed means accumulate the resources of enjoyment so anybody is accumulating resources more than keeping the body and soul together that person is called greedy and if we see all of us are trained to become greedy nobody is satisfied with god's arrangement let me remain simply satisfied by maintaining the body everyone is greedy they want to accumulate resources for enjoyment so all the problems of our life are just because of these two qualities lust and greed that's it so if we become free then a person becomes happy and that quality is called sattva guna so if a person is having sattva guna in one's life then a person is happy so people uh, do not know how to become happy the richest person on the planet one of the richest he is also taking drugs to come out of depression so when the person who is richest who is in most intelligent it is told he has got laser sharp focus many times after our sessions this is one of the faqs that prabhu how to concentrate how to focus so they are telling that this person was able to focus like anything so much focus that whatever is happening around him he is unaware so much focus laser sharp focus but the result of such focus is he is in depression so this focus is not going to help concentration is not going to help yes concentration will help if a person knows how to concentrate on the holy name of krishna form of krishna service of krishna or the spiritual master then concentration is of great help so concentration adds zero value to our life but if one of krishna is added then this becomes very valuable then concentration is very nice fantastic but if krishna is not there concentration only then it will not bring it is zero <clears throat> <clears throat> so thus people do not know what will make us happy they are getting everything but still they are depressed so the thing which makes us happy is the quality of sattva guna in this material world sattva guna means knowledge any person who is having knowledge even material knowledge that is called sattva guna and then a person becomes happy so all the qualities that we see here qualities of truthfulness forgiveness empathy sympathy and all these good qualities or bad qualities selfishness greed and uh, arrogance so all these are mixture of these three modes of nature sattva rajas and tamas so krishna has dedicated entire chapter in bhagavad gita about these qualities why so that we can analyze just like we see if i am growing in my education means i should move through pre primary primary secondary higher secondary standards so thus these three modes of nature are very important to understand so that we can see i am moving towards higher mode i can moving i am moving towards sattva guna so sattva guna is very very important 
it is important because it is a favorable platform to jump into Shuddha Sattva, pure spiritual platform. Unless when it comes to Sattva Guna, there is no question of becoming a Vaishnava coming to spiritual platform. But it is helpful only if a person is able to advance to spiritual platform. If a person gets stuck on the Sattva Guna, then that is also loss of life. If a person is simply on Sattva Guna, then there is not much difference. He is still on the material platform. Sattva Guna is only helpful in the sense it is favorable. When a person comes to Sattva Guna, then very easily one can understand that how I am spirit soul, I am not the body. If we are in lower modes of nature, one will never understand. If one is in extreme Tamaguna, one becomes unconscious of his own body, just like the person who is sleeping. He or she becomes unconscious of this body, gross body itself. Then what to speak of our own form, eternal form, which is difficult to understand. So thus we can understand how mode of Tamaguna is so dangerous. Even this temporary reality, gross reality, person becomes completely unconscious, unaware of. So when a person comes to Sattvaguna, then that is platform of knowledge. Then a person can understand Vedas. That is why we see so many interpretations and there is so much confusion, so many organizations, so many paths, so many societies, because people are in lower modes, Rajaguna and Tamaguna. Paratastu Rajastasma Sattvam Yad Brahma Darshanam in order to have Brahma Darshan, understanding of spirit soul, one needs to be on Sattva, Sattva Guna. In lower modes, one cannot understand. The sometimes people tell that uh, you eat meat and you smoke also, and then you can make advancement in spiritual life. But that is not possible. And they give logic that eating meat and smoking is for the body, and spiritual practices are for spiritual advancement. So material practices are for material body. So it does not matter. So they are telling that mind should be pure. It does not matter. It does not matter you are... So very beautifully they are telling that addiction should not catch you. You can catch addiction. <laughs> so when Brahma was creating this world, so he created some bad qualities also, illusions also. And one of the illusion is self-deception. Self-deception means person cheats his own self. Yes, I'll get up. I'll just snooze for five minutes. I'll get up. <laughs> I'll reach. I'll reach in the lecture on time. So person cheats himself. This is called self-deception. And then Brahma became very sad because these deceptions are required. Unless these deceptions are created, nobody can enjoy material life because material life is illusory. There is no question of happiness. Where is happiness? So that is why Brahma had to create this self-deception. But then Brahma felt very bad. Then he created four Kumaras, Narad Muni, <laughs> so that people can be enlightened. So thus person is cheating his own self. Actually, they are addicted, but they are telling, no, no, one can indulge in all these things, but one should not, one should not be caught by addiction. You can catch addiction. 
So it is not that I am addicted to smoking. I just smoke like that. And I just smoke like that every day. And 10 cigarettes just like that. <laughs> I am not addicted. <laughs> so tell such people, okay, sir, please leave for three days. <laughs> One day they cannot leave. So in this way, a person is cheating. Actually, they are very much addicted, but they are telling I am not addicted. I am detached. So yes, there is a stage which is called Paramhansa stage. On that platform, a person can do anything and everything. No rules apply on him. He is completely transcendental. Just like it is told about Ramanandarai. Ramanandarai was so very much advanced on the spiritual platform that he was preparing the body of the Devdasis so that they can, and he was training them how to dress, how to dance, so that they can please Lord Jagannath. And it's told that he was least bit disturbed because he was completely situated in his constitutional position as an eternal maidservant of Krishna, associate of Krishna. So because he was situated in his original position, he was not at all disturbed even by such intimate association with women. So thus Chaitanya Mahaprabhu told, Said body appears to be made of stone. He is least bit disturbed, not disturbed at all. Any other person can fall down simply by the thought of it. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu told by his example. So how much one should be careful of the form of the other sex? One should be very, very fearful. People tell we should not be fearful, you should not be afraid. But fear is very important for devotee. So very beautifully Srila Prabhupada explains in Krishna book. When Kansa is killing all the brothers of Krishna, they were Garbhasuras, Shad Garbhasuras. So Kansa kills all of them. And these Garbhasuras were actually demigods. And these demigods, why they became Asuras? They took birth as son of a demon, Kalnemi. Kalnemi, I think his name was. And they worshipped Brahma for getting some powers. So Hiran Kashapu became very angry. Why you did not take my shelter? You are going to Brahma. So you told, I curse you that your own father will kill you next life. So then his father Kalnemi became Kansa. And then his children became brothers of Krishna. And then father killed his own children in the next life. So why these people, the Shad Garbhasuras, they became Asuras, they were son of Marichi, demigod, they were all demigods. Why they got degraded? Anyone knows? Because when Brahma, he so-called got attracted to his own daughter and started chasing her, then these sons of Marichi became abhorrent towards such a behavior of Brahma and they criticized him. So for this offense, they got cursed and they got degraded to Asuric platform. From demigods, they became demons, Asuras. So thus one should not take that at sometimes we have seen in the past also, we discussed in the past, that devotees tell that Brahma fell down. So no, Tejiya Samna Doshaya. So such activities of such exalted person should not be seen as a fall down. 
because the devtas saw it as a fall down they criticized lord brahma they became asuras they were cursed to become asuras so thus prabhupada explains that is for our example so brahma wanted to show you should be very very fearful mata swasra dhuhitrava na vivikta sano bhavet so one who is advancing on the path of spiritual life one should be very careful not to associate even with one's mother sister or daughter in a secluded place normally a person is not agitated but one should not take chances because senses can become agitated at any time and brahma is shown by his example that what is written in vedas is true it is fact so one should be so very much fearful one should never trust the unlimited power of this material nature so then shila prabhupad very nicely explains in that chapter that kansa he is compared to fear he is representing fear and uh, marichi is the controlling is the deity of the mind and the sons of marichi are the six uh, demigods who became garbhasuras so it is told these asuras six bad qualities which are produced out of mind they are kaam krodha mada loba moha and matsarya lust anger greed envy so all these six qualities they are produced because of mind so the shat garbhasuras they represent these six qualities bad qualities which we have to overcome and prabhupad explains devki represents bhakti so a devotee here in this material world is always fearful that i am not get contaminated by the association even devotees like prahlad maharaj expressed like this when lord krishna told you rule here narsingh dev told he told i'll become contaminated in their association so then lord narsingh dev blessed do not worry you will not be contaminated so they are so very much fearful madhavendra puri the person who sowed the seed of spontaneous love in this world he was very very cautious of associating with other people non devotees because he knows as soon as we associate we create prajalpa gossips talks about mundane world and this is very very dangerous for our life so thus he would always remain alone so that is why devotee should be so very much fearful and when a person is fearful of this material world its association so fear kills just like kansa killed the sons of marichi similarly the fear of this material world it kills all these bad qualities so when the devotee is very very fearful of this material world then the devotee prays intensely to krishna very strictly follows the rules and regulations and because of this fearfully constantly prays to krishna when do we pray to krishna when we are fearful correct <laughs> when there is any danger immediately namaste narsimhaya vista <laughs> when we are not fearful okay narsimha dev <laughs> sorry i am little busy i am preparing for my exam <laughs> so we pray only when we are in fear so when the devotee is always in fear of the material nature getting associated he is always praying to krishna and such constant prayers they kill all the six bad qualities kaam krodha mada lobha moha matsarya so this fear is very important thus prabhupad would tell my devotees are not the problem is my devotees are not afraid of maya <laughs> my disciples are not afraid afraid enough of maya so one should be afraid one should be very fearful 
So this Maya is so dangerous that Shastras are telling Shurasya Dhara. It is like razor's edge. Little inattention and there is blood. Example is given Bharat Maharaj. He was on Bhava platform. So what to speak of neophytes who can fall down at any time. He was very advanced devotee. Bhava platform. And little attraction happens toward, happened towards deer. And then lost his, he had to become normally a person becomes human. If you execute even little bit of bhakti, human birth is guaranteed. But Krishna gave him punishment. You become dear. Why you became so much attached? So Krishna sometimes he purifies devotees, he punishes them. But that punishment also is again for spiritual advancement. So he got degraded so much that he had to take a dear form in the next life. So how dangerous is the spiritual life? So thus Prabhupada tells, sometimes the liberated personalities also they fall down because of inattention on the transcendental platform. Inattention on the transcendental platform. So material world is compared to which? Pishachi paila yena mati channa hoye. Just like when a person is haunted by the ghosts, he speaks all nonsense. Similarly, Maya Grasta Jivera Sei Dasha Upajoy. When a person is influenced by Maya, he appears, talks, behaves like a haunted person. You have seen haunted people, Prabhupada tells many people who are in asylum. So they tell these days mental disorders are increasing in the society. So many of those cases are not actually mental disorders. They are the cases of being haunted. And Prabhupada tells this is the case in asylum also. In mental asylum, people behave differently. So somebody is behaving like doctor, somebody politician, somebody man is behaving like woman. So actually they are haunted. <laughs> so people, they are telling that people when they have mental disorders, they hallucinate. They are seeing something. Actually they are not hallucinating. That is reality. They are seeing ghosts. They have got so much into Tamaguna that they are seeing ghosts around them. So Prabhupada tells many of these cases whom people call mad, they are not actually mad. They are haunted. Their haunted personalities. So just like a haunted man behaves differently than his natural position, similarly we are behaving differently. Somebody is telling, I am Indian, I am American, you are my father, you are my children, you are mother, they are my relatives. All this is the cause of our being affected by Maya. It is just because of being affected by Maya. Otherwise, one has no material designation. So when one is on the Satvaguna, one can understand this. Otherwise, one is haunted. So one should be very, very careful. So just like when the ghosts are around, a person prays intensely to Krishna. So similarly, we are living always surrounded by Maya. So anytime we will be haunted by the modes of nature, if we are not very careful and pray to Krishna, that is why the formula is Satatam Kirtayantumam. So one should be sinless to remain on the Satvik platform. But any time sins can attack again, Prabhupada tells, because we are not strong enough, now you are pure. But you are not strong enough to resist the force of Maya. That is why some devotees, they experience in their life, they tell, so Prabhu, I followed uh, spiritual principles very nicely, but suddenly I got degraded. Suddenly one day it so happened, now I am addicted to it. I cannot give it up these practices. So we are following spiritual life very nicely for a long time. Suddenly attack will happen. And then devotee is lost. He is not able to come out of it. So that is why one should be very, very afraid. One should be very fearful of Maya. And that is why one should constantly pray to Krishna. 
by constantly chanting the Hare Krishna mantra. So one should think of the lotus feet of Krishna always and one should chant Hare Krishna mantra always and beg to Krishna for protection. So while chanting Hare Krishna mantra 24 hours, our prayer should be Krishna, please save me from Maya and please engage me in your service. So in this way, when the devotee is fearful, fear, Kansa was representing fear, Kansa killed the sense of Marichi, sense of mind. The six bad, all these bad qualities are destroyed. And then the Krishna takes birth in the womb of Devaki. Then we will be able to understand Krishna. So thus one should be very fearful and follow the rules and regulations just like in the case of serious diseases. The patient is very fearful. If I don't take these medicines, I will die. I have to subscribe to proper treatment given by the doctor. In a similar fashion, we should be very, very strict in following the rules and regulations given by the spiritual master. So one should not try to save time. What we will do by saving time? We will enhance our reputation here, our recognition here. That is anyway bound to come as per the laws of nature. By working hard, we are not going to enhance our material situation. That is fixed. So one should save time for spiritual practices, following it very, very strictly. If poverty has to come, it will come. So somebody was telling in America, it was, uh, this talk is given, I think 40, 50 years ago. And uh, this person is, even that time, America was very rich. So he's telling still, now at the age of 25 years, all these Americans think they'll be very successful. But by the time they are 65, he tells, one person will be rich, four will be able to have financial independence, others will be broke. 55, 56 will be broke, others will be poor. He tells. So in a country like America, majority, they become broke when they become old. So destiny is so strong, even if you are living, you are taken birth in a rich nation, you will end up being broke. So the devotees were telling that in US also we may start Akshay Patra. In London we have anyway started. They told US also there is need of Akshay Patra. <laughs> people are hungry. <laughs> yes, Prabhu, very much. In London people are hungry. US also people are hungry. <laughs> so if destiny is there, then you will remain hungry. <laughs> Even though you may take birth anywhere. So thus one should be very, very fearful. As per laws of nature, the things are fixed. Our reputation is fixed. Our assets what we are going to have is fixed and even though it, you are not able to understand it is fixed what is the value what is the use so friendship day is coming we'll try to discuss the wonderful pastimes of the dearest friend of krishna sudama how his life was they were so very poor so poor that they were not even able to have sufficient meals for the day and husband wife, they became so weak that wife was not even able to walk properly. They were so poor, but they were understanding that this life is temporary. And one should be satisfied with whatever comes of its own accord. This is called Sattvaguna. This satisfaction is very much important in our life. Such a person becomes dear to Krishna. And when one is dear to Krishna, one becomes happy. If one is not dear to Krishna, one cannot become happy. How much ever power he can have in the material world. So thus one should try to remain satisfied in every circumstances. So yes, limited efforts we should put, but one should always be fearful. I may not 
take discounts from following the instructions of the spiritual master follow it very very rigidly very very strictly all the rules and regulations and this attitude will help us to come to sattvaguna but then one should not remain on sattvaguna one should come to shuddha sattvaguna sattvaguna means good quality so called good qualities also are bad here so why god is called nirguna because actually he has got no good qualities god could have been told sadguna god is a person who is having all good qualities no bad qualities why god is told nirguna no qualities because actually so called good qualities here also are bad they are also not present in krishna what is good quality here good means you always speak truth but krishna he is telling so much lies so many lies don't break your promise people would agree to die but not break their vow but krishna broke his vow for satisfaction of his devotees let my vow go to hell <laughs> but i want to satisfy bishma and i want to protect arjuna this is my vow so to satisfy his devotees krishna gave up his vow and he rushed towards bishma picking up his chariot wheel in his hand so just see krishna is so kind he is willing to get the reputation of a bad person just to safeguard the interest of his devotees so krishna broke his vows one should not steal stealing is bad krishna was stealing left and right <laughs> running away from battlefield is very very bad shameful activity and the soldier can be punished can be even executed if he runs in war time very bad activity but krishna is glorified for living running away from battlefield and krishna just not retreated he ran away literally ran away and kalyavan was running behind <laughs> krishna is running he is chasing <laughs> so krishna gave him a tough run so krishna ran away from the battlefield but krishna is glorified so in this manner krishna krishna had so many so called krishna killed krishna was the cause of so much of killing so killing is very bad saving somebody's life is very good non violence is very good but krishna created so much of violence so many people were killed personally by krishna lord balram he did not like to participate in the war so he went for pilgrimage in all pilgrimage he came across a great great gathering in namisharanya the sages were sitting discussing bhagavatam all the scriptures puranas holy texts and rom harshan was given the responsibility to explain all these scriptures So when Lord Balram came, all the sages stood up, but Romarshan was sitting on Vyasasan. He did not stand up. So it is etiquette when a person is sitting on Vyasasan, he should not stand up to give respect to anybody. But it does not apply when Lord is coming. Then you should stand up. So he did not stand. So Lord Balram became angry, and he killed him by throwing a blade of grass. <laughs> so how somebody can be killed by throwing grass? So yeah, this is the. omnipotency of lord he can kill somebody simply by throwing grass <laughs> so one may see oh lord is full of egotism you don't give respect to god he will kill you <laughs> not just chastisement not just anger he is killing you for not showing respect you don't get up when lord is coming and he will kill what is this oh but that is great favor shown by lord so the person got liberated who was otherwise not knowing the position of lord he got liberated all the demons who were killed they got liberated everybody on the battlefield they got liberated 
So thus all these activities are great favors done by Krishna, which apparently are causing harm to the devotees. Thus Krishna tells, Yasyaham anugranami harishya tadhanam shanai. When I become specially merciful upon somebody, slowly, slowly I take away all his wealth. I take away all his material assets away. So even though in destiny person is not supposed to be poor, if a devotee wants to advance in spiritual life as well as in material life, if Krishna is favorable, he shows special favor, then even though in destiny he is supposed to be rich, Krishna will make him poor. <laughs> in destiny he is supposed to have a fit body, Krishna will get him diseased. So Krishna can give him special troubles, even though he is not destined to suffer. Just so that a person can become completely dependent upon Krishna. And then, even though the devotee is not destined to become rich, that Krishna can make him rich also. Out of his destiny, he'll become rich. Out of his destiny, he'll become materially very, very opulent, very, very successful. So thus, the results which a devotee get, gets in his life, they are the personal intervention. That is why it is told, Ideally, we should not have any desire. But still, if you have any desire, worship Krishna. Because devtas cannot change your destiny. You will get only what is destined to you. But if you worship Krishna, Krishna can give you what is not destined also. So that is why if you actually want something, any impossible thing also if you want, you worship Krishna. Krishna can fulfill. But then if Krishna fulfills your material desire, then Krishna has cheated you. You wanted real money, somebody gave you fake currency. <laughs> this is called cheating. So thus if Krishna has fulfilled our material desire, then Krishna has cheated us. But Prabhupada says, if you want to be cheated, then Krishna will cheat you. <laughs> so if you want material desires, then you are worshipping Krishna, then that is not rice. Then Krishna will also cheat you, he will give material desire. But if Krishna gives special favors, he will not fulfill. Then he, he will slowly take away all the opulences away. <laughs> so that we become dependent. So this is not good. Somebody is worshipping you and you steal away his money from him. <laughs> this is bad quality. <laughs> but no. So that is why Krishna does not have any so-called good or bad quality. Krishna is transcendental. His favor is good. His so-called disfavor is also good. His protecting is also good. His killing is also good. Anger is bad quality, but anger of Krishna is also good. Hiran Kashibu got liberated because of this. Thus Krishna is called Nirguna. He has, got, he has got no so-called good or bad qualities. He has no qualities of this material world. Because any so-called good activity, good quality is also bad in this world. If you do philanthropy, which is a good activity, you get entangled because of that activity. Now you have to take another birth. You distributed so much of wealth. You have to take one more birth as, as a wealthy person. Now you will get diseased in a wealthy house, in a wealthy family. You will get old with lot of money. Your bones will pain and you will have lot of money. And you will get curses from a wealthy wife. <laughs> she will hurl very wonderful huh? intellectual abuses at you. <laughs> You have to look for dictionary what she has told. <laughs> but cursing nevertheless will happen. <laughs> so you want to get beaten by a good wife, rich wife, 
then you do philanthropy here <laughs> next life you will take birth as a <laughs> good rich person <laughs> and beautiful <laughs> wife will curse you she will beat you very nicely <laughs> but beating has to happen <laughs> that nobody can protect in material world dampatya kala hai bacha kalaha means the conflict in a marital affair that is natural in this material world chanakya pandit says one should not take it very seriously it is going to happen <laughs> this kala will is going to happen that is the nature of this material world so that is why so called good activity is also bad here <laughs> you have to take one more birth to get the so called good results of your activities so that is why one should rise above that is why krishna tells ube sukrit dushkrite give up the good activities also one should die before seeing one father is being killed but prahlad maharaj he is garlanding the killer of his father nursing dev he did not protect his father this bad quality but this called transcendental because krishna wanted to kill prahlad maharaj did not protest similarly yudhishthir maharaj he followed the good quality of not telling a lie but this good quality was bad he was given punishment to see hell because he did not follow krishna and tell a lie so thus one should transcend this platform also just like the brahmachari in the in the movement so they have shown very bad quality irresponsible behavior by not taking care of the parents if a person does not take care of the parents one should materially also keep the parents very satisfied one should marry and increase the family produce nice children so that the parents can be satisfied supply wealth material comforts to them so that they can be materially happy so if a son does not take care like this son will see hell one will be forced to eat his own flesh in hell it is told not taking of parents is such a great sinful activity so one should give great respect one should always be obedient like a servant one should be there in front of parents but the devotees they give up such service so they are supposed to be sent to hell it is a very very bad quality but they give it up for the service of krishna so thus there is no loss to anyone such a person also gets maximum benefit eternal benefit and such parents also they get permanent benefit they also go back to godhead entire family many many generations they get liberated so thus that is why krishna says sarv dharman parityajya mam ekam sharanam raja give up good qualities give up bad qualities also and become transcendental so one should be willing to do any good work or any bad work the only consideration should be that is faction of krishna that is called transcendental position and then a person can please krishna and when krishna is pleased then one can see krishna one can understand krishna one can always remain in bliss in any situation so then we will see how nursing dev is expressing his love for prahlad maharaj and he also speaks some wonderful instructions in the next classes with this we will end any questions yeah yeah no they came and they purified yeah so the question is when krishna brought back so devki had got this request that krishna i could not i have heard that you got the sense of your spiritual master sandeepni muni even though they were dead for a long time so krishna can do this <laughs> after death nobody has returned but krishna or krishna's devotees can make that happen 
So Krishna brought back the dead sons of Sandipani Muni and Devki heard that. So she requested, so bring back my sons also. They died very soon. So Krishna told no problem. So Krishna got to know where they were. So after death, they were residing with Bali Maharaj in the Sutala planet. So Bali Maharaj is pure devotee of Krishna. He became very pleased when he saw Krishna Balram. They have come, and I think both of them they went Krishna and Balram. So then he offered respects, and then Krishna told, "So my mother has got this request. I know they are living with you. So please send them to me." And uh, then Krishna got them, and they got uh, transformed into their baby-like small forms, in which Devki wanted to uh, see them and enjoy with them. And then Lord Krishna told, "So once they come and suck milk from the breasts of my mother, they will got purif- they'll get purified." and then they will go back to their heavenly abode original situation original place so thus because krishna had sucked the milk from the breasts of devaki krishna also did this past time and thus when the the brothers also they came and as soon as they contacted the body of devaki they became completely purified and they got elevated to position of demigods so thus later they were established here yeah, this is also very important so narad muni also appears to be having bad qualities and thus people misrepresent him that he is passing away information here and there and just see he only gave information to kansa that kansa any child could be eight so you kill all of them <laughs> so what is this <laughs> kansa is having some sympathy some empathy and narad muni is telling no kill all of them so he's killing a good quality but no this is good so that they can quickly get established to their own original positions and krishna can appear soon on this planet so it's good for both the parties krishna comes here and all of them all the people who are suffering here they'll get relief and the six people who are actually demigods they are suffering here in the asuriyoni they will also get liberated so thus we think death means very bad thing but who knows that is why there is a basic misconception why we are so much worried about death arjuna was also worried about death So Krishna told, "They are very pious people. Why you are afraid of killing Bhishma and Drona? Because they are pious. If they die now, they will have very good bodies in the next life. So that is why Prabhupada tells the son of Brahmana when the sage met him, he gave boon. You die immediately. <laughs> so what is this boon? <laughs> If I meet a sage, uh, Maharaj, please give me blessings. And the sage blesses. Okay, you die immediately. <laughs> that will be a shock for us." but people who are wise they know this is actually a boon the son of brahmana has done so much austerity there is no need of taking more discomfort here you die you will go to vaikunth loka by the virtue of your austerities so there is no need to live you have done sufficient austerity so the people who are fools who are haunted by the ghost of maya they want to think of material benefit we should not care about material benefit at all we should only think about krishna's benefit and in that if there is some material loss one should take it up if there is material prosperity that also should be taken no problem only krishna's profit should be considered any other question yes yes so passion is also included but here prabhupada specifically mentioned that yes uh, in the lecture so pardon 
same modes nv and mix of thomas and regis yes because last transforms into an nv kamesha krodesha rajaguna samudbhava so when i am not able to satisfy lust other person is able to satisfy i become envious so the question is that we should be fearful of the material nature especially fearful of non devotee association so one can sit in a secluded place and chant hari krishna but then we cannot do that always we have to go out and mix with people so how to deal with this situation if we are fearful then shall we be saved even while meeting materialist is a question so actually this is a misconception we think if i sit in a secluded place and chant i'll be free from maya no that is maya sitting in secluded place and chanting hari krishna so this is maya because this is sense gratification so one should understand by our own efforts one cannot save just like sobari muni he went into great seclusion he went inside water to do his meditation and there also he got attracted by the copulating fishes so thus one can only be safe in this material world by the grace of krishna krishna tells mama maya duretyaya whatever you do you go to himalayas you go to river you go to ocean anywhere you go everywhere there is maya maya is unconquerable duratyaya cannot be conquered but mam evye prapadyante only those who have taken shelter of me maya metam tarantite they can cross over maya so only by the grace of krishna or spiritual master one can be safe from maya so that is why uh if we have to protect ourselves from maya we should try to mix we should try to meet as much as possible with the materialists for preaching so thus when that when prabhupad was instructing on dis, to disciples on maintaining brahmacharya prabhupad told so you preach and pray to krishna krishna can take this itching sensation so this lust is itching sensation so krishna can take this itching sensation away so you have to preach and pray to krishna so thus we should rather be very much interested to meet the materialists not for enjoying with them not to hear their katha but to explain krishna katha to preach to spread krishna consciousness so yes morning and evening we should be with devotees discussing the pastimes of krishna engaging in chanting and hearing deity worship and day time we should always be preaching so then one will not be contaminated at all prabhu patels
So the disciples ask, when we go out for preaching, we'll be contaminated. Prabhupada tells, no, preaching is spiritual activity. So when we are out for preaching, then we are under control of spiritual energy of Krishna. So when we are surcharged with spiritual energy, material energy cannot impact us. So that is why we should always be in preaching mood. Morning to evening always we should be seeking. Can I give book to this person? Can I give book to that person? Can I invite him to stay with us? Always preaching, preaching, preaching. Always we should be out in that mood. So when we are out in this preaching, that is why it is told, Yare dekho tare kaho Krishna Upadesh. Any person you find, you preach about Krishna. So this is the way of remaining safe from Maya. So if one is really fearful of Maya, one should preach very, very nicely. Online? Hare Krishna Prabhuji. What is the role of Krishna in my material life? In handling my material desires? So the question is, what is the role of Krishna in my life in handling material desires? So, Krishna does not interfere in our material desires. As long as we have material desires, Krishna is there a super soul and he sanctions everything, whatever you may desire. He is very kind father. Because Krishna wants us to get convinced, whatever we may desire in this material world, Krishna will fulfill it so that we get convinced that we are not going to be satisfied by fulfillment of those desires. So those who are wise, they can see from others' example. Those people who are so-called very successful, they have attained, are they happy and satisfied? No. Then why should I crave for it? But those who are not wise, okay, desire Krishna will send to all planets, to all species, to all so-called success. Krishna will inspire from the heart how to attain that. But he does not directly deal with us. Only when we engage in devotional service, especially the process begins from chanting and hearing about Krishna, then Krishna becomes very active from the heart and he destroys all the material desires. So when we take to Bhakti Yoga, devotional service, especially hearing about Krishna, then Krishna starts destroying material desires from the heart. Otherwise, he does not take any interest in us. He has made some laws of nature. He is there as super soul. He will keep on sanctioning whatever we desire. So the question is, uh, somebody has taken fruits from the fruit vendor and uh, those fruits were supposed to be given to temples, for the temple. So uh, the realization is that because he has taken less money, now should I pay back the vendor because the vendor is at loss? So, uh, indirectly, this has become devotional service to vendor because he has charged less money. So, Krishna will give him benefit of doing charity even though he has done in an unknowing manner. But he has got Agyas Sukriti. But then, if you are wearing the tilak and the dress of devotee, then he will curse you. <laughs> the devotee is like this and he will commit Vaishnava Aparadha. <laughs> so, he will get degraded in his life. <laughs> so, thus we should see what is helping him advance in Krishna consciousness. So if uh, you think that uh, uh, he will not identify you as a devotee, then it is okay. <laughs> then that is devotional service. But if you have been identified as devotee and devotee will get bad name, then please go and pay. <laughs> we'll finish here. Granth Rashi Bhagavatam Ki Jagat Guru Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai.